Blog Talk Radio. Put your hand like this. Two years ago, I made a lot of mistakes and I made up my mind that I was going to do something about it. Let me tell you what I decided that I was going to do. I got to clean up what I missed up. I'm starting my life over again. I gotta clean up what I messed up. I'm starting my life over again. You know what I said to myself? I made up my mind. I ain't lying no more. Cause a liar and a cheater can't make it. Stay right there, y'all go back. I want you to stay there. 
say right there? Now you know what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to look, look, everybody just look at somebody beside you. Say, neighbor, I love you. Say, I know you might not know me, and I might not know you, but you know what the both of us need to do? We need to clean up what I'm messed up. listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are grateful to God to see another Saturday. And you can listen to Global Gospel every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That was the Canton Spirituals. I got to clean up what I messed up. I started my whole life over again. And how many of you know that sometimes in life we make some mistakes and we have some mess-ups and some mishaps and some misfortune? But uh, it's good news that to know that in Christ, uh, he makes all things new, and certainly we can start over again. We can't change the past or what happened in the past, but looking forward and moving forward and going forward, we can take action to change our life and the decisions that we make so we don't have to uh, keep repeating the same uh, things over and over again and become repeat offenders. And most importantly, we do not want to be an enemy of the cross. You're listening to Global Gospel. Um, we're uh, glad that you all tuned in wherever you may be in the north, the south, the east, and the west to hear some uh, good gospel uh, music and to hear some inspirational music, to hear uh, good news and to hear what thus says the Lord. Uh, we thank God for all our listeners in the United States, those that are listening in Brazil, Norway, Jamaica, West Indies. Uh, we have some listeners in Australia. We have some listeners in India. We have some listeners in Kenya. We have some listeners in Nigeria. So wherever you are, we thank God for you for listening. We pray that something is said to encourage you, to uplift you, to inspire you, to help you see Christ a little better at work in your life. And we just want you to, you can feel free to leave us a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or just shout us out. Those are all forms of social media that we are on, Facebook. Instagram, and Twitter, and you can look us up at uh, Global Gospel. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York. Our zip is 11550. Our number, phone number, if you need to call us and uh, leave us a message, you can always call us at 516-481-3187. If you need to email us, you can email us at Global Gospel. 17 at gmail.com and uh, once again we are at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel
you can always share us um, on uh, those forms of social media so that others can see as well. Um, we uh, also would like to, you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that uh, we play here. Uh, but we are grateful to God. Uh, and just be reminded that all our shows are archived uh, so you can listen in at any time. And for those that are joining us for the uh, first time, perhaps you never uh, listened to Global Gospel, but our theme scripture here comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. I'm going to say that again. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And that scripture has special meaning uh, for the message that I will share later on uh, in the show. But um, if we go down and read more, Second Corinthians chapter uh, 4, and we go down further to the fourth verse and down, it reads, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side. Yet not distressed We are perplexed but not in despair Persecuted but not forsaken Cast down but not destroyed Always bearing about in the body The dying of the Lord Jesus That the, that the life also of Jesus Might be made manifest In our body And so we are here with the gospel The gospel is good news It is the power of God Unto salvation to everyone to the, That believeth to the Jew And also to the Greek, the gospel is here for the rich, the poor, the black, the white, um, the Asian, though those that are uh, lost, those that are confused, those that are blind, those that are crippled. The gospel is for everybody. Uh, there is no limitations on the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, for it heals, delivers, it saves, and sets free. The gospel. Of Jesus Christ is simply that he was born of a virgin, that he lived, that he died uh, for your sins and my sins on Calvary Cross, and certainly that he got up with all power in his hand, with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And the reason we have a right to the tree of life is because Christ came and died for us. The reason that we can uh, spend eternity in heaven and not hell is because Christ came for us. So once again, that is the gospel, and we do have a message that we will share with you uh, on this afternoon. Uh, we are going to talk about faith to find the lost, faith to find the lost. And um, as we uh, meditate on that, uh, the Reverend James Cleveland says, where is your faith? Where is your faith? You should ask yourself that on this afternoon. Where is my faith? Do I have faith? Uh, where did I, when was the last time I had faith? Have I ever had faith? And so we can question ourselves, and certainly we look to find an answer within ourselves. You don't have to answer me, but you should find an answer. Stay tuned. 
and be blessed. He began to tell the Christians about his experiences, and this is what he said. He said, I've been so sick, in and out of the hospital, just from one sickness to the other. And the Christians said, tell me about it. And as they talked, the backslider said, I don't even think I can get there. And the Christian said, where is your faith? to please the Lord without faith. And they kept on talking. The backslider said, I'm in trouble. I've got a case and I'm going to court next week. I don't have a good lawyer to plead my case. And I'm worried. Don't know which way to turn. The Christian said again, where is your faith? You've got to learn how to trust him. Tell me where, where is your faith? In God. They kept on talking. The Christian wanted to find something that would encourage the man. The man said, and now I've been sick so long, I've lost my job. Christian said, let's talk about it. The man said, well, since I've been out of work and been sick, all my bills are past due. Christian said, I know what you're talking about. Where is your faith? Stretch out on your face. Tell me where is your face? Where is your face in God? Somebody listening to me knew exactly what the man was going through. They kept on talking. The man said, and just laying around with the wrong crowd and getting out of the church, I picked up a bad habit. Christian said, well, tell me about it. He said, I think I'm hooked. And it doesn't seem like I can break free. And the man said, don't you know God specializes? Where is your faith? Oh, bless God. Tell me They kept on talking. Christian was determined to give that boy some faith and some church. He said, well, my doctor bills have been so high from my sickness and my court case that I've run out of money. I don't draw no social security. I'm, I'm not on welfare. And I'm down. 
my last time. The Christians say that's when God wants to step in for you. Where is your faith? Oh, bless God. Tell me where. Now, before I leave, maybe you're a thing. Maybe you're going to court. Maybe your money's run out. Maybe you even have a habit and you prayed about it and it just does not seem like things are going to break for you. But I'd like to leave this with you just like the Christian told that man. By your faith. Thank you, Jesus. There it is. You heard it. Where is your faith in God? Whether you have sickness whether you have trouble in your life, whether you have a habit, whether you have an addiction, whether you have no finances, if you seem hopeless and despair, where is your faith in God? And certainly faith is everything when you have nothing at all. Let us consider on today this passage of Scripture, 2 Kings chapter 6. Verses 1 through 7 And you can read it over and over again Until you get an understanding Of what God is really saying to us Concerning faith Faith to find the lost Second Kings 6 verse 1 And the sons of the prophets said to Elisha Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. Faith to find the lost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto the Lord, who is my strength and my redeemer how many of us have lost something 
How many of us have lost something with value? How many of you have gone to the mall or to the supermarket and you went in and when you came out, you could not find your car? How many of you, while you were shopping in the mall or wherever you were shopping or uh, perhaps you were in the house or you were doing more than one thing at a time, you were multitasking? And this is the one that we all go crazy over. You could not find your cellular phone. How many of us were getting ready for work or getting ready for church or for school or getting ready to go out? And you could not find the suit that you wanted to put on. You could not find the dress that you wanted to put on. You could not find the shoes that you wanted to put on. It is a terrible thing to lose something. Losing something makes you aggravated. It makes you agitated. It gives you anxiety. It causes unrest. It causes your blood pressure to rise, all because you lost something. And then uh, to make matters worse, how many of you have lost something that perhaps didn't even belong to you? Perhaps it was something that someone let you hold. They let you hold uh their car or they they let you hold a a tool or they let you hold something that wasn't belonging to you and they said, listen, bring it back just the way I gave it to you. Don't you lose it. And what happens? You lose it or something happens to that valuable item. Nobody wants to lose anything. And and the Bible is filled with uh, accounts of lost, lost, lost things and um, losing things, and then I can remember back in school, we had um, what was called in the principal's office or near the main office something called a lost and found box, and wherever uh, whatever you lost in school, it would be taken to the lost and found, and you would have to go and try to re- retrieve it. And uh, we know during those days, people lost sneakers and they lost uh, uh, hats and jackets and coats. There were no cell phones to lose. Uh, but we lost uh, things, and I can remember one time uh, I was in kindergarten, and I I lost a, a jacket, a hooded jacket, and uh, it was similar to uh, the one that another classmate of mine had, and uh, it was a blue uh, jacket, and for some reason our jackets got switched, as things can happen when they're all hanging up in the closet together, and that jacket that I lost, I never we. Uh, uh, confronted the teacher, confronted the parents and everything, but I never got my jacket back, and that person kept uh, kept the jacket that was lost, but the jacket that w- that was they were trying to get me to say was mine, it was not mine. And, um, and as we look into the Bible and to the scriptures, uh, we are familiar, all should be familiar with the 15th chapter of Saint, the Gospel according to St. Luke, where it tells us about the um, shepherd who lost his sheep and and it tells us about a woman who lost her coin in the house and and then it finally tells us about a man that lost his son and those are all symbolic of our relationship with God and with uh, Christ so you need to know on today that if you lost something that maybe you cannot uh, recover everything but you should have faith uh, to recover uh what you have lost. In our scripture, we are introduced to a group of young men that belong to 
the school of the prophets, or they were the sons of the prophets, and they were being educated in the things of God and the things of the spirit. And no matter how young or old you are, we all need to know that education is important. Knowledge is power and reading is fundamental. The United Negro College Fund said it best. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. It is a sad day that we live in in the world today when we have so much access to information and to knowledge and to Google. And you can ask Google and you can ask Siri anything you want. Uh, yet there are people walking around in life aimlessly. They have no direction. They're, they're walking uh, around in circles. They walk in ignorance. They talk in ignorance. They live in ignorance. They go from day to day without uh, any God-guided direction. But uh, we should be encouraged and, and challenge ourselves to be enlightened and to be educated in the things of God as well as the things of this world because we we live in the world. We're not of the world, but we live in the world. So these young men, uh, they were uh, being educated. They were part of the, the school or uh, a college of uh, learning. Uh, but they had uh, also had an occupation because we find that they were out uh, cutting trees. And as a part of the uh, Jewish uh, custom or as a part of their society, uh, the Talmud, Required that young men uh, have an occupation or a trade And the Talmud states to them and they live by it Their law says what is commanded of a father toward his son To circumcise him, to teach him the law And to teach him a trade So that is certainly something that we should all look into living by So here we find our, uh, these individuals at the Jordan River They are with Elisha to build a new school because the school, obviously, that where they were, the place that they lived and dwelled and studied, was no longer big enough for them because they were growing in size and in number. And the Bible says that they were felling trees. They were cutting down trees. They were clearing some land. And I can imagine with all the vigor and force, the Bible says, lets us know that the axe head that one of the young men was using fell into the Jordan River. And he then went to his master and said, Alas, master, uh, for it was borrowed. Alas, signifying that he was in distress. He was in hurt and he was, uh, he was painful. He was troubled by what just happened to his work tool. And the first thing that we can look at here is uh, the Jordan River. And water, we know, has uh, several effects and symbols. And water can be peaceful. It can be calm. It can be tranquil. Water can also be turbulent. It can be rough, dirty, murky, troubling, and sometimes even morbid. We saw on uh, yesterday that uh, didn't get the full details of the story, but a, a plane in Florida landed on a river in uh, Jacksonville. And we thank God that the plane did not crash, but that it was able to land and the situation could, although it was bad, it could have been more worse than what it was. And uh, the Bible lets us know, say, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of the Father in Christ Jesus concerning us. So the man, he cried, alas, uh, uh, Master, uh, my axe head fell into the water, into the Jordan River, and it was borrowed. It was borrowed. It did not belong to him. Uh 
And how many of us know that uh, there are some predicaments and some situations in life that are unavoidable? If he could have avoided this from happening, he would have avoided it. There are some things that we must go through in life. We must experience some trials and some tribulations. We must know God on the mountain and know him in the valley because God is the same God of the good, the bad, and the ugly. We have to have uh, some rain and some sunshine. Uh, the, the songwriter said there has to be some rain in your life to appreciate the sunshine. We have to know victory as well as defeat. We have to have to know joy as well as sorrow because nothing remains the same always. But we have to make up in our mind and our bodies and our souls and our spirit that no matter what goes on, no matter what we lose, we should have faith through whatever we're going through and know that we can bless the Lord at all times. And the Bible declares that his praise shall continually be in our mouth. How many of us can say that we have faith to believe whatever we're going through, that God will see us through? So the axe head, the axe head, the piece of iron, It fell into the water. That borrowed tool falls into a fast-moving river, and because it was iron, uh, it sank to the bottom. Gravity would not allow it to float. To make it worse, I said it was borrowed. And how many of us know sometimes in life uh, things seem to just sink to the bottom? We would feel better if if our situation just floated along because then we could keep an eye on it. But our situation sinks. And certainly we have no eye on it, and we can't see what is actually going on. Uh, but we uh, lost. He lost it. It was borrowed. And, um, you know, sometimes we lose things. They get damaged as well. Uh, perhaps, you know, sometimes uh, it's good to have assurance and insurance in life. It's like when you rent a car and they ask you to take out extra insurance in case something happens so you will be covered. But this student had no, I can imagine, no additional coverage, no additional insurance. And perhaps now he would find himself in a place where he would be indebted to the lender. And so he needs not only now to get out of debt, but he also needs to continue his work, his uh, cutting logs and cutting trees. And certainly he couldn't just fake it until he made it. And some of us are just, uh, we've lost some things and we try to fake it. Until we make it, but you can't fake it until you make it. Uh, you have may have lost something, you may have uh, be out of place and out of fellowship. But how many of you know that God can fix whatever we lost? Uh, what do we have to do? One, we have to acknowledge uh, you have a problem, and not uh, just anybody, but with not not just acknowledge it to anybody, but you have to acknowledge it to the master. And so sometimes we have to come clean with ourselves and come clean with God that, yes, I do have a problem. Yes, I have sinned. Yes, we have all fell short of the glory of God uh, because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So we have to acknowledge, as the songwriter said that we played before, where's your faith? Acknowledge your habits, addictions, your hurt, your pain, and your shame. And certainly you have to know who you're acknowledging it to. Well, you can acknowledge it to God because God won't tell it. But if you tell somebody else, be careful who you tell your situation to because sometimes they can hurt you more than they can help you. And what is the next thing this young man does? He shows the master where he lost his tool. The master wanted to know where did you lose the tool. 
and he told him right, you know, where he had lost it in the river. And I have a question for you. Where did you lose your most prized possession in life? Where did you lose your salvation? Where did uh, you lose your witness? Where did you lose your testimony? Who interrupted your relationship with God? What interrupted your relationship with God? What did your interruption cost you in life? What did it cost you in your spirit, in your mind, in your soul, in your body? And the question then comes, can you reconnect with what you lost? Can you reconnect with the lost tool? Can you reconnect in power, in, in, in prayer? And can you uh, reconnect in fasting and dedication to God and recommitment? Can you reconnect through Bible reading? Can you reconnect to serving the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and your soul? You have to acknowledge the problem, what we lost and where you lost it, and, and then you have to acknowledge the master. You have to acknowledge our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And after the acknowledging of where you lost it and what you lost, uh, the part of the story that I like is that the master now cut down a stick. He doesn't ask this young man for his the rest of the uh, the handle or what was left over of the tool, but he cuts down a stick and casts it in just where he showed him where the iron head was lost. And I don't know why you serve God or why anybody else serve God, but I serve God because he is a miracle worker. And when people tell you it can't happen, you're, you're sick, you're going to die, when they tell you you have no money, you're going to be addicted, when they tell you they're doing uh, cutoff layoffs at the job and you're not going to have a job, I have faith in God that whatever is lost will re- be restored, whether it's finances, whether it's housing, whether it's transportation, or even health. God is a restorer, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. The Lord works in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. What goes down, gravity says, uh, what, go, what goes down must come up, what comes up must go down. It's all physics, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And certainly we believe in God, that he can do all things but fail. We serve a God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. He made a new handle. There is something about God that he makes all things new. Isaiah, Isaiah, the prophet, said, Behold, I do a new thing. It shall spring forth. If any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. All things have passed away, and behold, all things are new. This uh, prophet put the stick in with water, and the iron head began to swim. It began to float. The stick drew the iron, and the word of God will drive you, or it will draw you. And I and he put the uh, handle out there, and, and to the uh, the the iron became uh, up out of the depths of the water. The master is to p- able to pull all things up that are lost. If you have strong faith, if you have a little bit of faith, faith just the mo- size of a mustard seed. You can speak to the mountain and tell the mountain, be thou removed. So on today, on this Saturday, know that whatever was lost can be found. If you have faith, how so how can it be found? Elisha was not a master, but he was this young man's master. 
but there is a master and ruler of all. He's king of kings and he's lord of lords. And certainly he's the great I am. Uh, and that is Jesus Christ. He is our master. He's our teacher. He's our elder brother. And I'm glad that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were separated from God through our sin, uh, he was there for us. Thank God that the lifeline uh, went out. Somebody said, throw out the lifeline across the deep blue sea. Somebody is drifting away. And certainly we were drifting away in sin. But Christ came on the scene and he lived for us and died for us. So we have to have faith in God. Faith in Christ, faith in Jesus, and certainly, uh, certainly we can recover those things that are lost. And certainly, we lost some things. We've uh, we've uh, been in a place of decision making, a place of chaos, and we've been in despair, and we've been in debt. But thank God for Jesus. Whatever you lost, you can get it back. You may have lost your joy, your salvation. You may have lost your hope. You may have lost integrity, or you may have lost your reputation, but never mind all of that. Just go to the master and say, Master, say, Jesus, I came to fess up. This is what I lost, and this is what I need. So we thank God for the word of God. Uh, Where is your faith? Where is your faith in God? Uh, Vanessa Bell Armstrong says, I have faith that can conquer anything. Faith that can conquer anything. Do you have Yeah. 
I have the faith to see the invisible and expect the incredible. Receive the impossible. Faith that can conquer anything. Faith that uproots my problems. Faith to know that God can solve it. Faith to vision my freedom. I have the faith that can conquer anything. Do you have the faith to reach the unreachable? Faith to fight the unbeatable. Faith to remove the unmovable. Faith that stands the invincible. Faith that can conquer anything. We need faith on today and a day and a time like this when people are losing hope. People are taking their lives. They're taking the lives of the others. There's still, uh, on this week, another shooting at a, a college campus. People are still taking lives. It makes us be hopeless. And you, you will, if you're not careful, you will fall into the trends of the world that said there is no hope for people. But Christ is our hope of glory. And suddenly when we're down and out, when we're weary, when we're sick, when we're tired, we still have to have faith and we have to trust in God and believe God against all odds. When people tell us uh, there's no hope for you, if the lawyer says it, if the judge says it, if the doctor says it, uh, you have to believe God either way. And I'm, I'm reminded, I was listening uh, to somebody this week, they were talking about uh, Hezekiah and how uh, he turned his face to the wall. And he talked to God, and God added 15 years to his life. And certainly, we believe God to add years to our life and life to our years. And so there wasn't just anybody that came to Hezekiah and told him that he was going to die. The prophet came to uh, Hezekiah and told him that he was, uh, it was, this is it for you, man. Uh, but certainly, he didn't even receive that word. And certainly, we don't have to receive every word into our life. If you know who you are, and uh, the question comes, whose report uh, will you believe? And certainly, uh, I shall believe the report of the Lord. He, went, he didn't take the prophet's report. He went straight to God. And certainly, this young man that lost his axe, lost the axe head, he didn't take uh, the loss for his final answer. He went straight to the prophet. He, in this case, he went straight to the one that was in charge. And so we know that God is in charge of everything. And certainly we can't allow the devil or the enemy to have authority in our life, to speak over our lives. We can't allow people to speak negativity into our lives. And certainly because if you, if you listen to what people say, you are a hopeless case. You are a lost cause. But certainly we have to have faith through all of that and persevere through what people say uh, no to. When people say no, God says yes. God has the final say. And certainly I, I just can't uh, go over that story enough about um, Hezekiah. He had a strong faith. He didn't accept death as an answer. So I just encourage you, you don't have to kill yourself no matter what you're going through. You don't have to kill anybody else. I mean, it's just an epidemic of people killing themselves and killing others. And certainly, uh, we don't have to go out like that. Christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And I thank God for life, health, and strength. And thank God for abundant life 
and sometimes, you know, we do get a little down and out. Uh, Brian Courtney Wilson says, increase my faith. And so it's on this afternoon. If you don't have any faith, just ask the Lord. And if you do have some, still ask him to just increase it. To be honest, sometimes I wonder if it's come time to pack it in. If I've given my best and there's nothing left, so my best days are at an end. Oh, and I remember that you would never let me face what's next alone. I know that you're keeping me straight when I'm weak and expect me to carry on. I know that. Our faith as 
we come to the close of the hour, we just uh, want to pray that our faith is increased, that our strength is increased, that our knowledge of God is increased, that we are able to uh, find that which is Lord, that we're able to know who to go to in our time of trouble, in our time of need. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your tender mercy. Thank you for this another day that we have never seen before. God, we thank you for the word about having faith to find that which is lost. God, increase our faith right now in the name of Jesus. Help us to know you in the pardon of our sins. Help us to know that you are a great healer. You are a great deliverer. That you can pull us out of the depths of sin and degradation. That when you, when we're in you, we're never defeated. For you have given us the victory. Help us to know that in you we live we move and have our being. Let us let somebody know that uh, they may have murder in their heart, they may have suicide in their heart, but God, take it out. Take out that stony heart. God, give them a heart of love, a heart of caringness, a heart that is after you, God, a heart that will help them uh, be all that they need to be, God. Take out all hate, envy, jealousy, strife, and malice. For your glory, for your honor and your praise. Lord, we thank you for sending your son Jesus that we might have a right to the tree of life. God, we thank you that you make all things new. Help us to walk into the newness of life. God, give us strength for the journey. Give us direction, God. God, if there's anybody sick, God, God, let your healing virtue go out. Touch as only you can from the top of their head to the soul of their feet. God, touch every organ and every system in the body, God. God, touch the mind. Bring peace to the troubled mind, God. Uh, give the peace that passes all understanding. For your glory, honor, and praise. For you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. You said no good thing that you would withhold from us if we walk upright. God, help us to be more like you in this world that is so unlike God, for your glory, for your honor and our pra- your praise. We thank you. We pray, God, that you bless us in the city. God, bless us in the field. Bless us going in and coming out. God, wherever we go, give us the land. Uh, help us to have good success. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost, Jesus.
We thank you once again. We thank you all for tuning in to Global Gospel. Wherever you may be in the north, the south, the east, or the west, we pray that something was said to encourage you, to uplift you, and to inspire you. Remember to listen to Global Gospel every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All our shows are archived, so you can listen at any time. Just go back and listen to some of our old shows uh, over the past year and draw our encouragement from the Word of God. For His words, they are spirit and they are life. God's Word will not return unto Him void. It will uh, accomplish that which it was set out to do. Stand on God's promises. Live and live life more abundantly with Christ Jesus. Once again, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Until we meet again, we pray God's blessing be upon your life. Uh, We pray that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. And until we meet again, as the Walls Group says, just hold on, hold on and keep the faith and have faith that conquers anything, faith to find that which is lost. Hold on, God bless you.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.